This episode of Building a Stronger Sunday is brought to you by the Dream and Execution Assessment, a simple tool to help you assess your leadership and grow your organization. Find out more at stronger.su forward slash dream. Welcome to Building a Stronger Sunday, where we believe the difference between leaders and dreamers is their ability to execute. This is the podcast dedicated to help you do just that. Our goal is to help you build stronger teams, deliver more helpful content, and lead with more focus. If you're new here, we release a new episode every month. Make sure to like and subscribe. So Steve, this month, the episode is titled Disappointment, a Curse of Leadership. Why is leadership cursed with disappointment? It's something that we cannot avoid. I know if you're listening to this and you're a leader. That's disappointing. Yeah. It's something that we can't avoid. We have to figure out how to deal with. Because uh, as leaders, we have this ability to see into the future, right? We, we see what could be. And, uh, and we get sold on why it's so important that we try to get there. We, some people might call it a vision or a preferred future or what the next mountaintop is. Sure. Uh, but this, we're cursed because, because we have this ability to see the future. We, we're constantly disappointed with where we are. Mm. And that disappointment bleeds everywhere. Oh, into your... Into your team. Yeah. It bleeds into your uh, how you make decisions. It bleeds into your own attitude. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's messy. And it's, and it's frustrating to be stuck there. Not only to you, but to everybody else. Yeah. Okay, so why is this frustrating? Well, I think there's two reasons. One is that I think that we, we, because we think so much about what the future could look like, we forget about the journey from here to there. You know, some people can see a, a few months or uh, uh, maybe only a few weeks, some maybe even a few years but we, into the future. But we, I think we all underestimate how long it will take to accomplish that. Mm. Bill Gates said it really well. He said, uh, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And I find that personally, I find that totally to be true. Sure. When I first moved to uh, Portland, I was changing careers. And I remember sitting at my dining room table uh, and I was writing down some of the goals that I had for myself over the next year. And at that time, they were not. They were slightly aggressive to me, but I was like, "These are totally attainable. I can do these in a year." Uh, and and a year later, accomplished none of them. None of them. Total. You must feel really good about yourself. Oh, I felt like a complete <laughs> disappointment. I was like, "How can yeah. I not? These are these are challenging, but I'm awesome, right? I should be right, able to do I should this." Be able to do this. Uh, the funny thing was, I found that list serendipitously. Like I don't know, eight years later. I had accomplished every one of those things that was on my list. Mm-hmm. And and I had totally overestimated what I could do in a really short period of time, not thinking about how many things that need to line up to make that happen. But eight years later, I They're all done. They're all done. All of those things had fallen into place and I had I had executed all of them. And I couldn't I actually couldn't believe I was like this I can't believe that I actually accomplished all of these. Interesting. Uh, the journey was number one. You said there was two reasons. What's the second reason? Well, I think that that uh, we fail to celebrate. We want that future right now, right? And and I mean, it's the age of instantaneous gratification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We 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 want it. We want it right now. And and I think the fact that especially in the church uh, world, 
uh, it's a grind. Like it, it is a every seven days we have to be on top of our game, provide a great experience every Sunday, right? That's going to be engaging and life transforming and relational and all of the above. And so, because it's a grind, uh, we we fail to we fail to celebrate because as soon as Sunday is over. We're on to the next Sunday. Yep, clock starts counting down to the next one, and we've got we've got work to do in order to make that that work. So we're we're constantly sprinting and and not taking time to stop and go. Okay, well, what 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 happened? You know, I just I started doing this with one of my team members. Uh, we would we talk every day about what it is that we're working on that day, and and we realized that we never stopped to go to say well, what what went well. Mm. Uh, and when we first started doing this, I would, it was hard. Like I, I, if I forgot that the question was coming, uh, she would say, well, what was, what were the wins from yesterday? And I would be like, ah, uh, uh, I, uh, don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm thinking about today. Uh, let me look at my calendar, my, my task list. Like what, what, what did, did I, I do, do yesterday? yesterday? <laughs> right. It was, it was difficult, but in celebrating those wins, it was, it was, it was great. It was a hard thing uh, to do. But because we're, I'm always thinking about what's the next thing. I got a list of things from here to forever that are gonna have to happen. But stopping to say, "Well, it went well," was was important. Yeah, I mean, why is that important though? I I I, I feel like I could say yes. I mean, yes, that ha- it makes sense. But give me an example. Like, what what do I carry forward with that? Like, what does that do for me? If you <clears throat> don't stop to think about the fact that that you have made progress then this curse of disappointment means that you're you're frustrated and disappointed mm. right it it means that you're never stopping with your your team to say hey you did a good job you never you're you're getting so focused on what where we're going and what work we need to do to get that accomplished it's so easy to forget that not only do you personally you personally honestly probably do need to encourage yourself and sure. say i did get something done but you need to pause and and tell somebody else that they did a good job. Like how many people quit a job because they hated their boss and and part of it was because their boss always came to tell them what they weren't doing and never came to tell them what they were doing well. Hmm. I've wanted to quit bosses that were like that, right? Like sure. so I think that's an important it's it's important to start with yourself to to say how do I celebrate what I even accomplished yesterday? And that starts the ball rolling to go. Well, how do I, how, how do I say thank you to the people that did do something well yesterday, and how do I encourage yeah, the them? people who are making your vision come come alive? Right. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking a mile down the road, but you have to. But it's getting you have to executed acknowledge somewhere. Five thousand two hundred eighty <laughs> steps that are yeah made along the way. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I think the other thing about uh, celebration, though, and that what we fail to do when we celebrate is that as leaders, we have this vision of the future, and and we don't. We fail to celebrate it if it didn't, if it's not an exact copy of the vision that we had in our mm. brain, right? If we didn't hit the target. If we didn't, yeah. If we didn't hit the target. Like for, let's say for example, for Easter. Uh, it's always, Easter is always, a, at least in our area, Easter is a big weekend, right? And and if we if we choose only to celebrate the exact picture of what we had, like let's say it was doubling our attendance on a Sunday. Sure on an Easter weekend. If our, if that's what we are going to celebrate and only going to celebrate, if it is that we're probably going to be disappointed, disappointed. Right. Yeah. And, and, 
and and it's and it's not going to be just a small disappointment. It's going to be a, a bigger disappointment because as a leader, we're going all right. So if we double on that, and then we're this talk, is gonna thinking about the implications if, yeah. of that, yeah. and oh, well, we didn't double. Well, now none, of now the none thing is going to work. Yeah. And it, and what was us almost doubling in a weekend is now a disappointment and not not something that we that we celebrated. Meanwhile, your team put on a fantastic. Yeah. A fantastic weekend. weekend. People, people came to know Jesus that weekend, took steps in their faith that weekend. Yeah. But you put this, you put it, this was, it wasn't exactly what you would envision, and so you're not going to celebrate it. Mm, interesting. I'm thinking back to, to what I do with, um, <clears throat> with my daughter. <clears throat> when uh, we're coming back from uh, picking her up, and uh, she does school and then she does aftercare. And we always do the, you know, the happy and crappy or the thumbs up yeah. and the. You and say the crappy down. to your no, daughter? No, I say thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> but I know there's like 900 different ways yes, to do this. Yeah. Like, hey, give me a thumbs up and a, and a thumbs down. Yeah. And she can give me a thumbs up and a thumbs down for, she always goes right to the uh, after school after thing, school thing yeah. right? But I'm like, but what happened at school? What, like, give me a thumbs up and a thumbs down for what happened at school. I love how it makes her kind of think through the the day. Like, you could tell that that's a little bit far away from her. Right. And it makes her have to kind of but reflect. Isn't, isn't it funny that we do that as parents? Because we want to celebrate with our kids. One, we want to know what what can we high-five them about. Sure. And we want to know if something's not my, going My well. daughter won't let me high-five. She, okay. she goes too slow. That's all. Yeah, yeah, she no, would. She, she would, totally she would. Does. She does. She but does. we want we want to know what we can celebrate, sure. right? Because we want it. We want to celebrate. We're looking for excuses to celebrate with our kids, right? And if there's something because going wrong, they're just a disappointment. No, no. <laughs> but if something's going wrong, we want to know so we can help, right? Yes, absolutely. So when we think about our kids, that's that that is absolutely true of of, of our families. Mm-hmm. It should be true aren't we, of our teams, right? right? Why aren't we? <laughs> we should be looking for same. reasons yeah. to celebrate. Mm. What else can we do? Well, I think we need to find the balance uh, between input and output goals. Okay. So, I mean, explain that just a little bit so I know what's an input goal, what's an output goal. So an output goal is the doubling on Easter. Output goal is the outcome, right? Like we want to, we want to have X amount of impact. Okay. Input goal would be uh, what we do to, what we make put that into happen. the equation to make that happen. So, for example, if we were talking about, let's use the Easter thing as an example. Uh, if we were talking about Easter services, we could talk about doubling our attendance that weekend, or we could talk about being staffed to handle double of our our attendance. Mm. Not uh, even mentioning the number double our well, attendance. You double. You could I mean, still mention it, but in but the, what you're celebrating is, are we prepared? Are we prepared? Mm. Yeah. Are we prepared? Do we? Then we say, okay, what are the staff or what are the volunteer positions that we're going to need in order to handle twice the amount of people here? And if we were ready for it, we killed it. Right. Whether or not, like, whether or not we hit our our output goal, which we can still have because it's still a measure of health and whether something was effective or not effective, and we can we we can uh, unpack from there why it didn't work. But it's but having an input goal is going to allow us to have a win to point to as long as we were doing the work, right? Mm, I get it. Yeah. I like that. What, uh, give me, what's a recommendation for a next step on how to do this? Well, I think that, uh, I think if we have implemented this idea of an input goal, 
and even an output goal. I think that we need to take those moments uh, to, to celebrate. We need to ensure that we celebrate those things. So if we set those input and output goals, uh, we need to ensure that we pause to celebrate. You know, I go back to that, the, the moment that I had with the team member where we talked about what we do every day mm-hmm. and we talked about yesterday's wins. I think that exercise as a leader, uh, even if it's just on a weekly basis, to say what, what went well this weekend, uh, what went well this week, I think that's important. And if we, if we stop to write it down for ourselves, it gives us that opportunity to, to one, celebrate our own win and two, celebrate other people, other people's wins. In fact, you even go, even go to the point of starting every meeting with your team to say, okay, what's, what's going well, right? I think about evaluations. I know you do uh, an evaluation at your campus every week. Uh, but you do something a little bit different in your evaluation. It's not only just saying, hey, what? where did we mess up? Sure. You do something else. What else do you do? Uh, so at the, we always end with a win, right? We, we do two things. You end with a win, and uh, also you celebrate a person. Uh, so those are two. Uh, give us a win for the day, and then uh, give me an example of somebody that you saw that you want to recognize. And then we take those, and on our Sunday morning... Uh, we share the recognitions with everybody celebrate with and we, we, we celebrate what happened uh, last week. Yeah. Cause in the middle of the week, of course, we're taking everything from the form right. that said, Oh, you know, X, Y, and Z needs to get fixed. We to fix and, it, yeah. But we fix that midweek. Um, but we come back in Sunday morning when we get in our circle, we all get around and, and we list off the, Hey, this is what, this is what went well. This and is this what is went who, well. And this who is who did it. Yeah. And it's powerful, right? Like it, it makes is. it makes a noticeable difference in the the enthusiasm of your team, and and they're ready to tackle the next mountain, right? Right. Then that that week or even that day when they're going, yeah, something's not working right now. They're doing it from a place of yeah, but we're awesome. Yeah, like this is great. I've also noticed recently that the the recognitions that get thrown out are usually more than 50% of the time fixing a problem that we had that week. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Which is fantastic. Yeah. That's momentum building. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up today, what would your final recommendation be? Okay. So you've done these things like you've done the, the input goals, the celebrating the, the journey, not, not only being focused on this utopic version of your vision. Uh, I think, Track your wins. Write them down. Uh, keep them in a drawer. You know, when you get, or in a note on your computer or something, when you get those encouragements, document them, store them, archive them, and review them when you're discouraged. Because while these things that we're talking about are going to help with discouragement, discouragement is going to rear its ugly face repeatedly mm. throughout your your life. And having these are... Uh, life-giving way to get out of that discouragement yeah Mm. well if you found this episode (laughs) non-discouraging i want to make sure that you subscribe Uh, you could take it then step further and you can help other leaders find this podcast by rating and reviewing it on itunes until next time go out there build a stronger sunday